What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R. R. Martin's Song of Ice and Fire series. But we're not reading a book this time, are we, Zach? Who's my co-host? I'm reading stuff. We are going into the house. We're going into the house. The man. house of dragons, motherfuckers. The hot D. Yeah, I got the hot D in me. There, I so uh, we're heading into the hot D here. With the first Did you introduce yourself? That's <laughs> Nate. I'm Zach. We you know you normally we're reading the Song of Ice and Fire. We read the Song of Ice and Fire books episode by episode, as many of you would know if you joined us before. But we're not doing that now. We're watching a show again because we have show content. Yeah, again. it's been a while since we've covered anything other than books, and so it's been I mean, since it's season been a, eight. It's been a while since we've covered books. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, we're we're covering House of the Dragon with everybody else, Deep. you know, and so hopefully you're you're ready for this. Yeah, we're... the uh, the hype train they've been they've been really working hard to hype this show up and make it something worth checking out. And right off the bat, we'll start with my confession of I could have given a fuck less. I, you know, because that's a that's a big take, Zach. I was right there with you. Until like two weeks before the episode, first episode Meth. aired, and then I read Fire and Blood finally. Mm-hmm. Like I finally finished the fucking book. That's true. Big and here is Nate caught up on Fire and Blood. Oh, I got so excited. Just for in time it. for me to have forgotten every last detail of it from having read it myself. Right so. when the show starts. Right. And so here we are. We have we've watched the first one. We watched the first episode. The first episode's out. Uh, hey, hi, <laughs> welcome to Planet Earth. It's been out for a bit, and we So, yeah, I, I couldn't I have given it. a fuck less when right. they announced it. Now I need it injected directly into my veins, yeah. and I'm fucking here for so it. I'm good. hyped. Um, it's nice to have good Game of Thrones to watch again. Right? I know. It's real neat to see it done, and actually, uh, I think... Our friends at Girls Gone Canon said it best. Chloe said that it's a love letter. It's a, it's a yeah. fucking love letter to the fans of A Song of Ice and Fire, and... It's pretty obvious. Uh, I was interested and excited when Miguel Sapochnik and Ryan Condal were the showrunners. Right, like right. They, they directed and contributed to some of the best Game episodes. of Thrones episodes right. that there were. Writing and production be damned for the rest of what happened with that show. Them wanting to do this show bode well. And then, you know, there was, of course, the crazy casting... Uh, you know things with uh, uh, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, Damon, which is a crazy casting. Which choice. I'm not super familiar with a lot of Matt Smith's work anyway. I know him as the Doctor, but I, I've never seen right. him as the Doctor. I knew he was the right. Doctor. I've not watched. No, doctor and anymore. then other than that, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. So I had no like it didn't matter neither here nor there to me right. that he was cast in because again, and and that's uh, I don't know if I've ever admitted on the podcast the Targaryen history only interests me in specific sections like the very the Doom uh their time at Dragonstone there's certain points of history that I'm interested in there uh s- some other specific characters so but... before I read Fire and Blood which again was this week like just finished it so. I didn't really give a fuck about the, the Targaryens in general. Targaryens. The Targaryens. The Targaryens. I didn't give a fuck about the Targaryens. And then I read Fire and Blood, and now I'm I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. I was I was almost livid when I realized that Fire and Blood was over, because it just kind of 
ends. It's just uh-huh. the end of that. And, like, I know Fire and Blood 2, but now I'm hyped for Fire and Blood 2. Right. And so what better to fill so, that gap? Heirs of the Dragon. We start with the Great Council at of 101. Yeah, so I suppose we should top this off that the our show coverage is going to be very much like the book coverage. It's full spoiler. And so expect the whole series to be discussed. Anything that's in Fire and Blood or what we expect to be coming. Full spoilers. I mean, no stop. like, f- fuck off. We're late with this episode anyway. You shouldn't be listening to it if you haven't watched. Okay, getting into it. Great Council, 101. Yes. Um, Harrenhal. The Harrenhal fucking set. Was, oh. Dude, I, immediately, I knew I was I was in love with the show right then and there, and we get the the sort of uh, Tolkien it's voiceover. Me, Ooh, I just kicked the shit out of that hey, table. It's not a Brotherhood Without Manners episode if Zach doesn't kick the table. Right, that's true. Once. That's very true. Yes, very uh, Tolkien, like you said. Right, right, right. Uh, Lord, and I think inspired. With, like sure, that's meant sure. to be a reference to that. A as paying well. homage right. to that. I also really like the. To me, this was a very dark episode. Yeah. Kind of like how the long night could have been. Sure. And yeah, so just, yeah. Uh, yeah. well, I'm not going to always be pulling shots at the old show. Well, yeah, or, we you know, <laughs> And so I just, yeah, I think it was a very gloomy. The ambiance, yeah. the setting. Um, so good. Yeah, it's pretty fucking phenomenal in just the, the history there of knowing that this is what dragons did. Like and knowing where we're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such a great part. We get a little view of Jaharis, uh, old old man Jaharis. So Jaharis. like, no, you know, cool speeches or anything, but looking very regal, looking great. And we get the two claimants. We get Viserys, and we get Rainy. Rainy. And so they're both the last living descendants of Jaharis. Right. Viserys is his... chilling up with Emma, and Rainy's over with Corlys. Corlys, and they look great. They all look great. They, they, the costuming, the and set, so again, the, the, set. the casting with Patty Constain, I yep, believe, yep. as Viserys. Holy shit! Patty Constain. Because during just this scene. He looks so unsure and nervous, and like, and then when it's told that it's him that the the Lord's Declarant have made him the king, he's like surprised, but also like relieved, but also like trepidated. Yeah, like yeah. he nailed that like description, and then you know, to take absolutely nothing away from Rainey's actress, who her look of like mild disappointment, but of course doesn't want to show it. And expectance, like right, they right. Knew she knows as the much way as they, the world works. They were trying, yeah. And it's it's the great decision, you know. And this actually sets precedent for what a lot of future generations of Targaryens will go by. That it's based off of the Great Council of One Hundred and One. You go by the eldest mare ale, mare and not yeah. just the eldest. Some bullshit. And so. Yeah. We cut away from that, and we get the the title card that kind of comes up, which is just text, which I loved because we get reference to everybody's girl, Danny, saying that it is now the first year. Right, of, 172 nine, years. Nine years, yeah, sorry, nine into years reign. 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen, Daenerys and then and... it does the beautiful fade out of, you know, 174 years before Daenerys Targaryen, which is just that beautiful tying it back, especially with where the end of the episode ends with the uh, Song of Ice and Fire right. bit. Great, 
great symmetry there. Yeah, so we get the start of bringing it again to how the, the Game of Thrones show ended over King's Landing with, you know, Cyrax flying <gasps> over the city and a Amazing. lot of reminiscent shots Amazing. from the other show again, paying homage, showing, like, this is the city is going to be based there. They're, you know, all canon. They're all within the same universe. I guess we're making on a Song of Ice and Fire universe. So, now, so. Rhaenyra climbs down off of this dragon very danny like so, in her yep. in her attire i love her braids it. her clothes and she, her stance. and harold westerling to, to, you know have exchanged some some words where he's relieved that she made it back and, right and we get to meet allison what up bitch and she so i'm gonna start right early on the actress of both of these characters uh allison and Rhaenyra are just killed. Well, first, because in Fire and Blood, for those of you who may not have read, originally these these characters are not the same age. Alice Alicent right. is older than Rhaenyra, and so made sort of matching their age to make them more in line is uh, an interesting decision, especially because Alicent will become stepmom here. She will end up marrying that old right. king and, and birthing so, and her birthing, siblings right kids and so Rhaenyra's, Rhaenyra's. it's interesting to make them the similar age but i love this dynamic i think it works so yeah, well so well and like they're such besties and right now yeah and it's, it's so well great. that's that's the best part because like no one is good in this story like even Rhaenyra. Right, right. Isn't no, oh, no. a great well, person. Well, I mean, especially with the way that her life is going to end. Oh, she's very yeah. vindictive, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. I mean. And gets, so it's, it's, it's right. I mean, she's going to end up marrying Damon, and, and it, get, it gets messy. It's all going to, because no one here is a great person. It's all right. petty bullshit for power. And so making us like them here in this sort of flirty, young teen romance almost thing is going to make us more sympathetic when, you know, the shit starts hitting the fan and the scheming and the plot starts happening but yeah it's a fun scene where you know Rhaenyra's inviting her to go flying with her and you just see the bond and then we get them. the the king's landing the shot where they're riding the carriage through and it's fucking gorgeous yeah, it's just you said even when we were first watching it because we've watched it a time or two now when he we first saw it Zach saw the red keep and was like yo it it looks even better than it ever did yeah. in, in the Game of it Thrones. It looks new, like, but it looks so like great. better Just than well the done. original series. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yep. So much and more regal. So the girls, we get to meet uh, the queen. We're, we're heading up to the... We met Emma Aaron, which blew my mind. I, like, at first, like, I couldn't play. I was like, wait, they're actually showing us fucking Emma Aaron. Yeah, like, yeah. holy shit. Okay. And, yeah, it was a real cutesy, you know, you smell of dragon, take yeah. a bath, and Rhaenyra kind of doting over her mother, being like, everyone's so concerned about, and tragic, everyone's so concerned about the babe, yep. but no one's worried about you. Yeah, and great foreshadowing from the very beginning. Yeah. I mean, uh -huh. right from the start, and, you know, there's always... That's obviously, if you're new to this world, there's been a bit of strife around the, the final scene there yeah. with Queen We'll Emma. get to that. We'll get to but, that. But, yeah, this is directly foreshadowing, foreshadowing that, that specific and, scene. Yeah, and as well as uh, Alicent, because Alicent, very much so, and I noticed this in our second time watching the episode, she creeps into this room and says hello to Queen Emma, very similar to how she creeps, creeps into Viserys. In, right, and right. it's sort of that similar timid i don't really belong here but the queen is nice and kind now, and i've seen a lot of 
people comparing her to Marjorie Tyrell. Oh my God. I personally would like to say that I don't think that she's going to become Marjorie until Cersei. she's married to Allison. And even if she is Cer- Cersei, Marjorie, whatever. At the moment, I do see her more as a Sansa, where she is still being directed Ooh. and groomed. Where uh, yeah, I think okay, it's more, sure. Yeah, I don't think she's Marjorie. Level I, yet. I'm not, I right. don't think she's in, in any way stupid. Clearly, she's book read. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah. she's there in court. She's a, a noble. Oh, she's no, they, they take great pains to show us that neither of these girls are stupid. Right. And that's and so, But I do think that she's more along the innocent lines. I think she's innocent at this point. Right. She's, right. she's just a young girl. Both of them are. And it's so abuse. We go back to the fucking juice of the series, which is conversations in small rooms so we get the small council yes we meet Viserys and his small council as Rhaenyra comes in cup bearing Boop. very cute and we get Lord Corley's Valerian which he's the only one to cover his wine cup you know he's he's keeping his head straight and he wants to speak of the fucking step stones right so as do I we before we get there Sorry. only Lord Corley's Otto Hightower the hand and the king have their own side of a table entirely. Right. All the other council members share a side. And so uh, we also have at the table, before Zach goes and yep, starts yep, gushing, that's fair. Uh, the master of coin, uh, Lyman Beesbury. He's my boy. Mm. Poor Lyman. Uh, Damon, who is not present, he's doing right. Damon He's things. on the council, but fuck right. off. We'll and we also have the master... Uh, what's, what's he the master of, Mr... Strong there. Well, we have Grandmaster Melos, but oh, I'm just reading names at this point. Uh, and have... Otto Hightower, uh, Hand of the King. And, right. Yeah, and it's you know they're they're discussing about the tournament that we're going to be seeing this episode, and essentially the heirs tournament is occurring when the heir hasn't been born yet, and even Malos is like, eh, you know, maybe. And so we're getting Viserys is convinced that the baby in Queen Emma is a boy and there's no proof of this. He's just absolutely certain to his fucking core because that's, we'll learn later, been prophesized that needs to occur and for some reason every Targaryen believes it's them. But the council concludes, Rhaenyra then goes to the Great Hall, the Iron Throne. Yeah. Yep. Where we get a great Jamie Lannister illusion. Yeah. With of, this, and it's so such a great introduction. And also... A beautiful switch into High Valerian, which yes. was just, it just fit like a glove. It felt like it wasn't jarring at nope. all. And I even uh, had heard and read, and it's been talked about how the Valerian is different than the Valerian Danny spoke in the other. As well it should be. Right, because yeah. they're much more fluent. They are mu- they use it more commonly. They're closer. Danny's is a bastardization. It's, Absolutely. It's a, it's a dirty sort of Valerian. Because she was learning it from right. all the people in Bravo. And she only Pentos ever entire... spoke it to Viserys. Right. And, you know, maybe. Whereas they're almost, I mean, what are they, three, five, six generations out from actually being there and, you know, learning from the... So... Right. right. Balerion the Black Dread just died, like, fucking eight years ago or so. So, like, shit's still Targaryen exactly. war heavy. So, right? yeah, hers is going to be less bastardized, as you said. Love and, it. Love and, it. And, and, and she sounds so good speaking. And both of them. Both, uh, yeah, dude. Matt Smith. And, like, just... Matt Smith, 
immediately, like, I'm both semi-erect and, like, I don't like this guy all at once. And he comes down, and he's all swamped. And then the switch back into common. Like, yeah, right. With, and, and I love that. And then we get the, the Dark Sister and the Valerian. We get a little piece of necklace, which... Does feel like a sexually charged scene a yeah, little bit. Which is... Uh the the taking it it's almost the pretty woman of snapping the yeah. thing shut and the <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and then he puts it on herself, but like ooh, ooh. Yeah, and knowing, you know, as we know, these two will be married and have right. children together. And it's it's a nice call to the books too, because it was always said that he was bringing her bringing, gifts yeah, constantly right. from the Every east. Every time he, because he's he's not one to sit on the small council regularly. Right. Damon right. likes to be out and doing adventurous, cool shit. He's Jamie Lannister, right? Like he's said. an edge. He, he doesn't want to yeah. just sit there. And whenever he'd come back, he'd bring these fine mirish laces and these great great gems and all sorts of cool right. shit. So. And lots of cheeky talk about you know heirs between Damon right, and Nero right. with the. Because she, she's making the jokes. Because that's why he's yeah. back. He's here for the tourney, for the for his for tourney. his tourney, for my right. tourney. My brother's throwing and she's me a like, tourney. You know, treason, treason. But we cut to Rhaenyra and Alicent in the Godswood, which may be one of my favorite scenes. Oh yeah, in this episode. Yeah. So yeah. the Weirwood is so vibrant, and it's such a beautiful location. And I just love the way Rhaenyra's chilling, head in the lap, and they're studying. It's a very right. Sansa feeling scene. Yeah, yeah. Of I could see Sansa and Jane Poole doing this exact same thing at Winterfell. Right. And they're just studying, asking about some Dornish history, and. Allison gets frustrated because Rhaenyra right, is not taking, taking it seriously, it and she just wants to fucking run around and eat yeah. cake. So she starts talking about her father having a boy and just how she absolutely wants him to, just to make him happy. Because yeah. you know she knows that she'll never be the one to do that. And Allison's she's a woman. like, "You don't want it. You don't want the air. You don't want to be powerful. I don't want it." And like, she's Jon Snow right, in her. Right here's now. the threads of like, right? This is a, this is a difference here where Rhaenyra could give a shit less. She wants to see her father happy. Allison's like, but you don't, you sure you don't want it. But you a little bit of power. It. That's weird. Don't and want it. finally fed up, Rhaenyra shows that she was just fucking around about right. not knowing the, the history. Yeah, that's a good little and then twist around. And yes. then tears out the page from the book, which freaks out Allison because she's very Hermione there. Like, oh. you're going to, the book. And she's like, yeah, fuck the books. Fuck the septas. Fuck the world. Let's get the fuck out of here and party. So, and then we switch scenes to Viserys, who is getting checked king viserys getting checked out because he's got a sore on his back and he says just a wound from the iron throne but this is obviously you know we're supposed to take this as this is the wound of the succession that is festering and not able to close right. and it's only gonna get worse they talk a cauterization yada 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 but it, it, it essentially you are meant to understand that this is the succession this is the wound that's going to bleed the realm right. so he then goes and meets with emma in the tub, in the tub and we get this legend. Again, this sad moment of her apologizing for not bearing him an yeah. heir, but she tells him she can't flat do out, it like, anymore. This is the last one, yeah. bro. We're fucking done. After we also, this. and I love this subtlety of he touches the water and he's like, "It's tepid." Don't they know that dragons fucking love the heat? And she's like, "It's as hot as they'll allow," which again is showing that it's not about her right. and what she wants. It's about the baby, and she's saying that the maesters don't give a shit what how hot I like it. It's as hot as they'll allow to keep the right, baby safe. Right. And it's just, again... Although, isn't she an Aaron? And so the uh, she sure, would burn anyway, right, and it would be but, for the baby. But, but she kind of agrees. No, I, She's yeah. like, I, I, I would have it hotter. It's lukewarm. Like, it's gross. And like, so, yeah, it's a it's a sweet scene between them because you can see that there is a, a love there. There is a 
an understanding, uh, and God, it makes the gut punch later. And that's, so well, it twist. should be said, you know, uh, Viserys is still a shitty person. He's not a good person. He makes bad decisions. He's still a better king than a lot of other Targaryens. Right. He's, he's great. He's not a great right. guy. And, it's just right. he makes a bad decision. And so there, there always was the, I mean, again, he chooses to murder her at the end of the episode right but there was there was a a love for her it right he gets been. lost as targaryens do in the prophecy in the vision in right. the dragon dreams because he needs and an so heir. i poor you know poor emma of course but yeah that scene breaks my heart but yeah that's terrible so, so <laughs> damon yes. damon yes. rallying speaking of shitty people the fucking wolves yeah. man the city was so and this is the sort of context that we don't get the city's filling up, just like it did for the hands tourney. It's filling up with all sorts of sorts, and crime is fucking through the roof right now. And so this is technically a good thing. Him rallying the gold cloaks and making them a feared city watch to be dealt with. This is actually right. what he's been told to do. He takes a bit of pleasure. He in takes Damon pleasure a little in too it, far and with he it. likes to geld but people. Yeah, and I mean, this is where the gold cloaks, because of his rule, they're established as gold as cloaks. As a legit force. He gave them yeah. gold cloaks. Yeah. And then, yeah, started training them, because they were just a bunch of jump up jumps and usually just people that could wield a sword. Right. So he got them, made sure they were trained and capable, and this is what happened. And this is one of the more brutal sequences of the the episode. Right. Where so they come through and just start chopping. It's a, yeah, them. amazing montage. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's fucking cutting hands off bodies. criminals, killing killers. You know. But it's absolutely exactly what Damon Targaryen did, and it needed to be established. And it does. It establishes the precedent of like you're, you're done. And then I love the right cut to the small council with Otto bitching, just throwing a fit, walking in and not expecting Damon yeah. to be sitting at his spot at the end. Who's just like. Nope, please go on. No, no, continue. Continue telling my brother how shitty I am. Let me go. This is cool. Yeah, Yeah. and then Viserys even being like, because, you know, he's like, oh, maybe you'll take my my Dornish one. Because Otto wants him gone. He's like, you need to go back to your 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 bronze bitch. Yeah, because he doesn't like that he's married to a Royce. And, And, you know, Damon's like, you you can have her, Otto. Didn't yours just die? Didn't you just die? And then this is where we get Viserys for, you know, the not Fire and Blood initiated who tells us, you know, Damon makes sport of giving Otto shit, which is good because Otto Hightower is fucking bargain bin Tywin Lannister. Yeah. He wants to he, be this he conniving. He served good as a, a hand for Jaharis for a bit. He served all right for Viserys, but he's always been this, he wants more he power. He wants more. And he's and not he, yeah, good. no, and he's not good at You're claiming not any it. good, no, right, Otto. Right. <laughs> You fucking suck. And he's like, yeah, the the violence is too much. People, you know, and Damon's like, this this is what we need to do. So just shut the fuck up. And, and right. And he's like, you appointed me here. Yeah, you right, did right. it. So, and Corlys is like, I don't know. Like, it sounds like a good Corley's like, me. hey, the triarchy, though. Can we can we talk about that? Did you know that they're, you know, the, the nah. they're over there the, putting together some apparently, stuff? Apparently, fuck you, Corlys. So. Right. The following day, the heirs tournament begins with the announcement, of course, that Emma has begun her labors. Now, these scenes are one amazing. Yeah, the cutting back between the, How the pregnancy far out we are and the, the tournament. city, too. Yeah. I love the, the, the wide shots showing the, the setting of how far away from the Red Keep we are here. But also, too, I've seen... Uh, 
lots of different note of how where the king is sitting in in sort of his pavilion at the tourney there looks very much so like a womb or a yeah. vagina. And yep. that's where all the royalty okay. is sitting. Viserys, Rhaenyra, so I also, uh, Alicent. So Rhaenyra comes running in late yeah. after tending to her mother. Very Arya. Tending to her mother. Right. I thought it was very interesting. I, I really enjoyed the fact that the king is making announcements and she's like Even cutting across. Even he enjoys it. Like, he it's, smiles it's, it's as so he's good. doing the opening. And at the moment, she is known as the realm's delight. Of course so she we've is. got to throw that out there. So there's a lot of badass tourney stuff. You know, jousting is most of it. I've seen... Some of the, and this is, you know, reception from people who watched, that this was too gratuitously violent, this tourney scene, and, like... I wanted to... That's 100% the point to me, is that I, they're... That, that's the point that they're trying to this show, This is 200 is that, years before where we are. Look like, at this useless violence that's occurring because of a fucking tournament, and, like, people are about to start it's dying. Show, I think what it is is it's mirroring. It's showing, look, there's useless violence here, and the useless violence that King Viserys that is about to commit Emma is about, Like, it's right. all... People are dying for... Yes. For show. For show. For and, and for air. And, and for the, because yeah. the royal royalty chooses so. her prophecy, right. and so it's showing that that on the field is the same useless, unnecessary useless, killing useless that Viserys. And we even get it when Sir Kristen Cole fucking gets Damon down after their joust, and it continues in one-on-one combat. Kristen Cole has Damon down, and he's ready to put that flail through this dude's head. Right, and it almost looks like Damon's about to like tell him fucking do it. And, like, I think it's that. It's, like, Damon's smart enough to at least yield to keep his life. But we see at least three, four deaths before that, like. Right. And it's just that. I think it's that. There's useless loss of life. So right Pong. before that, we did get the, the fun right. part where Damon gets uh, Allison's right, favor right, 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 right in front of Otto right after he unhorses his son. His son, right. And Al- then, Allison's sister. And, uh, or Gwen, Gwen Hightower, right. yeah. And then... Oh, and also the armors. The oh, fucking armors with the Hightower that. helmet. My God, looked amazing. And fucking Damon's armor yeah, the with the plumage. I couldn't so handle good. it. I was losing my so mind the whole good. fucking time. Yep. Now we also get some Kristen Cole. Yes. And Kristen Cole's going to be playing a major role in future events. So disgusting. We don't know if technically, based on Fire and Blood, whether he scorned Rhaenyra or whether Rhaenyra scorned him. Dude, Something I hope happened, her him. But she she's fallen for him here. He's a he's a God, he's Dornish. Like, <laughs> like I I fell for him God, too. God, he's like, Dornish. I love that. Yeah, and yeah, he he beats. Damon, he gets Damon to right. yield, yeah, and so then he gets Rhaenyra's favor, which um, is Pisses also, I mean, it's also symbolic. She's going to be tossing her little flower at him real soon, right. and similar with Allison giving it yeah, to who's throwing right, what where. They're, they're, they're absolutely ready to provide these favors, which is just you know a, a little foreshadowing. Yeah. There so well. during this, the king was recalled back to his wife's chambers, where he was informed that. The birth's not going well. Yeah. It's not happening the way it should be. And he, he's keeping her So company. they do a terrible job of really setting this up. But essentially, from my understanding of it, she's already dead. Emma has no chance of surviving this. And it's basically, we either C-section and save the baby, or they're both just dead. And so I don't think they explained it that, like... She's lost too much blood. There is no coming back for Emma. Right. That and and I'm not saying this to downplay what deci- horrible decision he makes because it should have been her decision. She should have been involved in this process. Sure. But 
I believe that it's that, that she is literally dying and will not survive this. And so it is the horrible decision of we can try to save the baby or they both die. And so <laughs> it's it's no good either way. I mean, yeah, right, it's, it's that impossible it's, she choice. She gets tortured. She gets tortured here to have them cut it out without being told what's happening. She's terrified. Right, that's, that's the, and the horror of it. That's the point of it. That's why it was done this way, and whether you agree or not. Women is, are birthers, and right. and I understand that there's been a lot of backlash over this. It is, well, I mean, welcome back to a Game of Thrones show on, on the air, but the controversy to me is intentional. They wanted it to be uncomfortable. I looked away. I It was making me cringe, and it was meant to be. This woman had no choice because that's the realm. That's the world they live in here. That baby in her stomach has much more worth than she ever yeah, could. That's the awful, We're awful told truth. this in Rainey's nickname, the queen who never was. Women do not have value. Their womb does like it and it was made biological clear it was made so clear in that scene in such a brutal fashion that and like you know i may get fucking hate on for this i thought it was one fantastically shot and and produced right and i think it was absolutely necessary to show what the stakes are in this show which is that people are willing viserys is willing to kill the woman he just had that intimate, cutesy fucking conversation with in the tub for the chance at a male heir. And he gets it for a day. Right. At which point we get the spectacular <sighs> cut. <sighs> I This scene actually like had me tearing up because it was just so well shot. Right. We see the Emma's dragon. body wrapped with the dragon in the background. And the people behind are over in front of the pyre, and then it does the the flip cut. Flip cut to where and you the see the child, one. and you see the little one, Ugh. and it shows that Aegon the baby died. The baby anyway. died that same day. Anyway, yeah, and you can see honestly. I think the baby dies right like Malos, right. Well, you can when hear he, it choking. Right. You can hear it start and he's coughing. Trying like to yeah, like you can see him trying know, to get, right, get the, the air back, but. Yeah. It, yeah, no, it's they they both lost anyway, and Viserys is a fucking wreck. Everyone's right. not looking happy, and, and Damon urges, and this was a very this one scene, and this is where we see Matt Smith's acting chops, right? Yeah, because on top of when he was in the small council meeting, the, there was this change in his face, just in his eyes, based between being comical and having a fun jab to being at scary Otto, and like I will being cut sk- you, bitch. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we see this more. Older Soft. brotherly mm-hmm. uncle Damon, mm-hmm. you should help your father. He needs you he to needs do this. You, right. He can't like, oh poor Viser. You know, you just killed. You made that decision. So we get to see that again. Patty, also, it's just showing how Viserys is a great man. Of a man. Like this isn't the, like he wasn't doing it to be evil. Right. It wasn't a fuck Emma. He she's, made a terrible. decision. He made a bad call. He made and a then, bad call, oh. and he's feeling it. He, um, he obviously he's is broken feeling at this it. Point. Yeah, he's a broken man, and Damon sees this, and so does Rhaenyra, who, you know, of course, and that's another thing I noticed too in our second rewatch is that when the news hits at the tourney and everyone starts running off. Rhaenyra's the only one that's left there with no yeah, one around nobody her. tells her Nobody anything. runs up to comfort her. No one says anything. And it's similar here. She's got to be the strong one. 
And so she chokes on the first attempt, which, my God. Um, I in her uh, the actress's name is escaping me at the moment. Uh, Emma Darcy. Al, is she? Ah 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 ah. um, I've got it here somewhere. Right, it's in that list somewhere. <laughs> As Rhaenyra. There's just so many people starring. Starring there. Uh, Emma Darcy, yeah, okay. No, it was Millie Alcock. Millie Alcock, okay, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, right. Uh, Her expressions, her choking on that first guitarist to get Pat and then getting it out was just phenomenal. And yeah, the pyre burns and sad, sad Dragons. Yeah, so then we get another cut into the small council. Yep. Otto is absolutely against... Damon, Damon taking taking, yeah. taking the rule. Well, he's and, uh, he's like you know, what if he like tries to kill you or something? And Viserys is like, hey, fuck. And Viserys me? is hard, like it. And this is uh, him being. And we brotherly. also also learn that like Damon is watching this right. conversation, assuming from like a secret passage from the Red Keep, like right, they're right. filled with them. But and that's I think what is so. It's it makes it sad for us for Viserys again. They, the writers do a great job of getting us to feel for everybody. Right, right, right. And he's defending Damon to his core here. Oh yeah, yeah. Against these council members, like th- no. And honestly, never... on some pretty fucking tenure, like he, because he's his brother, that's not a good fucking reason to have him on the council. Technically, here, right. They're Otto right. Hightower isn't wrong. You shouldn't like, have him on the council if, if, if he he's can't not do finished. this job or this job or this job or this job. He shouldn't be fucking doing any job. Like, he shouldn't be on the council. And technically, Viserys saying, like, just because he's my brother, like, that shows the fallacy here right. in the way this is being run. This whole thing is literally just pride and fucking pomp and circumstance. It it, it makes no sense. And so, yeah, Damon's listening, haha, succession, but, you know, what, what, what could happen? And Viserys even, you know, starts getting mad at, Otto saying, you know, you wanted to put him here and then put him here and then put him here. Like, yeah. what the fuck can and I so do with him he, now? They mention naming Rhaenyra as the, the heir. And uh, Lionel Strong, who's the lord of, I think, Harrenhal, he's, which a lot of people might get it wrong, he might be a big, goofy-looking dude. He's a, he's a learned guy. He's, yeah, like, yeah, forged yeah. chains at the, the Citadel and shit. Like, he's a smart motherfucker. That's the reason he's the master of laws. And a, a bunch of people start shooting Corley's it down. Corley's like, hey, Rainey's, you know. Rainey's can do it. Like, you're just, and they're like, yo, oh, you just back Damon. And and then Viserys gets pissed and he says the thing about a feast for crows. And he's not going to listen, you know, to them right, doing right. that to his wife and son. And he storms out. Alicent goes to visit <sighs> Daddy Hightower. And Daddy Hightower tries to pull a Cersei Tywin Lannister thing. Yeah. And sends her to go visit Viserys. He does in a dress. it in such a gross way. Of course though. he does. He's a pig. Such a gross way. He's a fucking pig. And she does. And the dress looks fantastic. It's like a dark green with black flames running up it, which like. Hoo-hoo. So in Fire and Blood, she used to do exactly what she's doing to Viserys here. She used to do that to Jaehaerys just to keep him company. Not in a. I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe I just didn't take the insinuations there, and she was forced to do things for mm-hmm. Jaehaerys also, but. You know, he was supposed to be the old king, the good king, so I, I like to think not, but, you know, whatever. And so this is almost reminiscent of that as well, where sure. she comes in with one of her favorite books, and and she does a great job of easing him, you know, especially with that innocent, you know, when my mother died, everyone kept asking me and talking to me in riddles and puzzles when all I wanted was for somebody to look at me and say, 
I'm sorry your mother died. Yeah, it's actually a really sweet scene. And so she's like, I'm I'm sorry the queen died, mm. brah. Like, my bad. My bad. Like, that's, I'm sorry. It sucks. I'm sorry, dude. And so then we go to the uh, brothel. <laughs> and Damon's there, although he's not really partaking in the festivities as people are fighting and fucking and drinking and whoring around him. And he gives a minor little speech. Yeah, he's almost forced to give the speech, because he right. seems like he's just as downtrodden and destroyed. Like, like, sure, he he's... seems like he's, like, fucking, you know, working through some stuff. When well, we and I would like him. to point out that he is very faithful to his brother. Right. He is very loyal, and... He's feeling his brother's loss. He, right. His, his, he just lost a nephew yeah. as well. Like, yes, sure, it was the nephew who's going to replace Succession. him, but I do feel like there's, there's that. He did lose his nephew. Uh, if he's not sad for his nephew, he's sad for his brother, like, at the very least. And, yeah, so he, you know, gives this speech, and we cut away from it because... Otto again. Yeah, right. Doing it again. it was heard that Damon, in this brothel, said, called the 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 little prince who wasn't heir for a day, and Viserys is not okay with this. So... He summons him to the Iron Throne. And we get to see some badass Viserys here. Yeah, he's, like, serious Baird Steel, here. yeah, he's got Baird Steel, and he asks him, With did Black you Fire. say it? That's bold, like... Did you fucking say it? And he... Damon's like, say what? Yeah, She's right. talking... Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... I mean, we all pray in our own way is basically what he says. But then they... Yeah, they start going at it, and... Damon lays it out for him. You're weak, Viserys. Like, these these men in your small council, they're ruling through you because you don't do nothing. You're Robert Baratheon that can't wield a war hammer. You just like to have... He's a Renly. This is what would happen if Renly was king. Everybody'd be in love and everyone's happy. Let's yeah. have nice tourneys and stuff and feasts. But the, the council around you is absolutely playing you to your fucking core. You suck. You suck. Like, get your shit together. Yeah. It's basically what Damon tells him. Viserys is like, all right, fuck you. I'm naming a new heir. And Damon's like, I'm your heir, bitch. And but Viserys is like, not anymore. And you're going back to the Vale with your wife. And Damon steps forward, but the King's Guard are like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And so he leaves. And then we get the end montage that we go into here. Which is This was cool. This was brilliant. a surprise. This so, was I didn't expect. Viserys and Rhaenyra in front of the skull of Balerion. And you're you're scrolling on. Oh, me. too far yeah. for you, man. I'm sorry. And so the shrine with all the kids, like just yeah, amazing. It's visual. a really cool place. And she's like, "What's up, dude?" And he's because uh, he hasn't spoken to her since mother died. Right, and, and she assumes it's also partially because he lost his heir, and she's, I'm sorry, I'm not your your son, is basically where she's coming from, I'm pretty sure at this point. Like, you know, all I wanted was for you to have that son and heir. You lost him, you lost mom, and all you're left with is me. And what am I? And he's here to be like, no, 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 no. And asks her just a simple question. When you look at that dragon skull right there, what do you see? What do you see, dude? She says that she sees their family, and Viserys is basically like, yep, you're right, because uh, we shouldn't have fucked with dragons, man. Like, they destroyed Valeria, like, they caused the doom, and they'll destroy us if we're not careful. Yeah, and she basically tells him that without the dragons, we're just like regular people. And he's like, cool, 
That's what I needed to hear. That you knew that you're a normal people. You just have dragons on your side. And then he's like, yo, my bad. I always <laughs> wanted a son, but you were pretty chill this whole time. Who knew? And he's like, you might be able to make a pretty cool queen. So, By the way, Aegon didn't come here just because he wanted to conquer. He had visions. He had dragon dreams. Real fucking interesting stuff here. Because, again, this is also being cut in as the lords of the realm are beginning to make their oaths of fealty to the new heir, Rhaenyra. And so this is being interspersed with cuts of different lords and ladies kneeling and yeah. swearing their oaths. We and get a as sweet shot of... We get the yeah. specific call to the, the winds of winter blowing out of the north and within them something that will end the force of men, the the, the world of men. We get some Cretan Stark. We get Rickon, Rickon excuse Stark me, his father, yeah. swearing his fealty. And it's just that, that, you know, symmetry is real, real fucking nice. And, of course, he ends it with saying Aegon's vision was called, he called it, the Song of Ice and Fire. And that this has been passed down king to heir since Aegon's time. So for, like, six six generations. So, so, so like six like, people. For, yeah, like, 60 years. So uh, 130, 130 years. years. So that when the time came, a Targaryen was there to unite the realm. And that's that, man. That's that. They they swear their 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 oaths of fealty to the new heir. Rhaenyra looks a little trepidatious and kind of honored, but not thrilled about the position, especially now knowing that there's this doomsday prophecy over the head of the queen or king. And it's a great fucking first episode. Great first episode. It's a great fucking first episode. I agree. So... So I think that we've decided we won't be making cuts for our small council. We're just kind of yeah. rolling right into so it. So I like full because we're late on this one. It's been hard to sit down and record. We're recording this the night episode two episode airs. two airs, and like that's in a couple hours here, right. and that's exciting. And so, what do you think? Oh, I didn't even know the, the, the rogue. Yeah, so the rogue prince. prince yeah, mother. So we're getting Damon okay. here. We're Damon some and Corley's. Corley's is yeah, going to have to be like, yo, what's up, bro? Um, I need I don't your help. know if this is going to be full-on fighting in the Stepstones. No, stones, I think this is going but to the But I think this the is the, the leading up of it. And I didn't even see. Yeah, we have all ten episode titles the here. King of the Narrow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So King of the Narrow Sea is obviously when we're going to be getting the the actual fighting, the defeating of the Crab Feeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, the Rogue Prince is going to be a lot of Damon, I think, in this well, uh, episode. But like you said, a lot of Corleys, so we're, we might see... So I don't know if they're going to head to Driftmark yet. Because the Rogue Prince but is the book that is before, about it, it Damon. Is about it was yeah. before Fire right, and Blood. Right, it's part of the Fire and right. Blood. You know, it was, was kind of just inserted yeah, into the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you have an inductee for the first episode? Queen Emma. It's gonna go to the queen, queen. yeah, because she, she, I, I wish you know. On again, I knew we weren't going to be getting too much of her. I wish we could, man. Yeah. And like the actress just did an unbelievable job. The the and not just because of the scene that she portrayed, because of that character having to go through that and kicking off these Dude, events. Dude, it was a shitty pregnancy for her too. Right. She was super miserable about it, and then for us to just end bloody like and that. like and it's that it's that. Having something go wrong right before retirement, you know. Yeah, it's she's, I was two you know, days this was, from retirement. I told, I told him, right, I'm this done is my after last this. One, yeah, and it was that close. So Queen Emma, right? Um, then I think in that vein, mine's gonna go because we are without manners. Mine's gonna go to the air for a day because yes. uh, 
like he's one of the few characters I know to actually get a birthday party. <laughs> you bring in a birthday gift to my birthday with a birthday, birthday and on my birthday. birthday. Sure. He got a birthday party before he, he even lived. Was, yeah. And so <laughs> the air for a day because of how much shit got Great. started because of it. So we will be getting the episode two discussion out. Uh, quicker. Quicker. It'll actually be coming out on the same day that the episode three airs, but it will be uh, available for early access to our Patreon members. Right. So it will be coming out, we believe, every Sunday sometime early in the morning. Right. So you can listen to it before, to prep you for the next episode right. in this. And uh, Patreoners will get access to it. So you can get the Patreon access at patreon.com slash without manners. You can join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. If you would like to get some inductees for the show, start sending those to us as well. Check out our book reread. We we are approaching the Red Wedding, and so we're taking some time to really set that up. That's coming very soon. You can send us your inductees at withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. Check out our website, brotherhoodwithout.com. And some news, we did get an invite to Ice and FireCon this year. We unfortunately don't think we'll be able to make that trip, and so we, we have turned it down likely. However... We still were able to get a code for our wonderful listeners that will be attending. So if you intend to go to Ice and Fire Con, then you can go there, iceandfirecon.com slash store. Hit the register now and use code NOMANNERS to get $5 off your ticket. Hey! And so hopefully you'll be able to get there and do that. That's That'd be a lot of fun. Fucking sick. So, like again, yeah, get us your inductees. You got anything to... To add, you you over no, there scrolling no, through. Yeah, it's I'm real excited. We're back in it. There's like there's new game. There's so much content new content, stuff, and it's real fucking neat. And so I'm just hyped for episode. Oh, two. we're no manners. So fucking fuck Linda, and don't st- subscribe to her shit because she's getting called out all over for being a racist and like don't deal with that nonsense. But anyway, Valor to Harris. Peace. <laughs>